Hello, I'm Megan Davey, and this is my digital project on the Southern Perspective on the Undead in relation to the Gothic. The Southern Gothic, a subgenre of the Gothic literature style, portrays the historically rooted conflicts and tensions of Southern United States through tales of the undead and the unheimlich. It is specifically unique in its reoccurring themes of violence and prejudice in relation to race in both the past and the modern era of the region. The undead is incredibly important in this context, as a ghost appears to remind people of the evil of unjust execution. McNeil 18. Unjust execution meaning anything from a racially charged death to a peaceful death prefaced by a life consisting of racial discrimination and microaggressions. The most important element of the Southern Gothic is the use of the undead in both plot and metaphorical dimensions, which allows for a seamless integration of past and present contexts of racism. The undead comes in many different forms, the most common being a ghost, defined as a being returned from the dead in human or animal form or having some features of humans or animals. McNeil 10. Throughout novels within the Southern Gothic genre, such as The Only Good Indians by Stephen Graham Jones and Beloved by Toni Morrison, ghosts are extremely present in multiple different forms. In Beloved, the ghost figure of the novel takes on a severely physical form as a human woman who infiltrates the life of her mother and sister, physically living with them and existing as a member of the household. In The Only Good Indians, the ghost is present as an inhuman being, half elk and half woman, that affects the protagonist through a much more indirect and distant approach. While these two ghosts differ in physical form, they also differ heavily in connection to the protagonist, the woman and beloved being a family member and the elk woman in The Only Good Indians being the delayed haunting of a previous hunting incident's kill. While the forms of the undead can differ greatly, its prevalence in plots and themes throughout the genre raises questions of its origins and greater purpose in literature. Tales of the undead, more commonly referred to as ghost stories, come from a variety of different cultures, each having their own beliefs and knowledge of the undead. The prevalence of these stories heavily arises from these different beliefs, as on a day-to-day -day basis, Ghost stories also have important things to say about the character of religious life and spirituality, and about the lifestyles, social mores, and emotions of ordinary men and women. Hanley Four. As a variety of Americans, specifically descendants of colonists, are from England and the greater European region, its culture is heavily prevalent in the United States. It is stated that in English history, mortuary culture and liturgical practices of late medieval England similarly encouraged the widespread conviction that the communities of the living and the dead were inseparable. Hanley too. This initial idea that the undead and the alive are inseparable plays a significant role in many aspects of the Southern Gothic genre, as ghosts and undead figures are often portrayed as being in the same physical dimension as the living characters. While the English perspective on the undead has undoubtedly infiltrated the American Southern region, various other cultures that have influenced the South include their own elements and perceptions of the undead. A popular religious practice of Southerners is Voodoo, also referred to as voodoo in pop culture. 
which originated in Haiti but was brought to the United States by slaves traveling from West Africa. As followers of Voudon engage in similar beliefs as those presented by the medieval English, they directly address the impact of this lack of separation. As followers of Voudon also believe in a universal energy and a soul that can leave the body during dreams and spirit possession. Radford 4. In this belief, the undead and the living interact in a more physical sense, intermingling their own souls as one. In their similarities and differences, these two beliefs largely cause the perspective of the undead held by American Southerners. Beyond the origin of these beliefs, they have a heavy influence on current Southern culture and attitudes toward the idea of the undead. The concept of the undead itself remains prominent in Southern life and even more prominent in its tales and writing. The region itself has been said to serve as an underworld crucial to drier normative spaces, Anderson 11, undoubtedly because of its troubled past and lingering history of injustice. The South, the citizens participating as the pro-slavery Confederates in the American Civil War was home to many slaves and inhumane violence and deaths as a result. While practice of legal slave ownership in the United States ceased in 1865, cruel treatment and prejudice against non-white Americans continued and remained prevalent in the South long after. While the violent history of the region may not directly link to the popularity of the undead, it is stated that ghosts have increasingly occupied the imagination of those who aim to trouble, uncover, and interrogate the play of the colonial past in this ongoing colonial present, Cameron 383. The abundance of brutality in Southern history has heavily impacted the perspective of ghosts held by Southerners, although most have never taken part in the violence that once plagued their region. As the perspective of many Southerners on the undead validifies its existence, or at least entertains the possibility of it, it has widely seeped into the tales of the South, old legends and modern novels alike. In this way, the broader genre of the Gothic spread to the United States South, as the South was a breeding ground of unheimlich controversies and Gothic elements in its very own history. Edgar Allan Poe, an American author who heavily contributed to the Gothic genre, often worked in the South and believed it to be a perfect setting for such types of literature. This was mostly because the region has been viewed as haunted not only by undead bodies and supernatural transformations, by conjure roots and family roots, but also by histories of settler colonialism and interracial violence that originate in various places, at times very specifically and at times very exclusively to the U.S. South. Anderson 26. Between the perspective that outsiders have had on the South and the openness of Southerners themselves to such tales of a haunting past, the South officially took a genre of its own in the Southern Gothic, where literature has been used to further uncover the damage and injustice done in the South's past, and in certain cases, present. As Southern Gothic literature is working to understand and bring forth the real hauntings of the South, it is important to understand why it is attempting to do this. William R. Bascom, an American folklorist, 
divided the various functions of folklore into four basic types, compensation, validation, education, and integration, McNeil 16. Although not all Southern Gothic works can be labeled as folklore, the four divisions of meaning behind folklore still effectively apply to the genre. Through Gothic literature, readers can be exposed to the brutality of the past in a way that performs all of these tasks and heavily concentrates on integration, as the past and present are intermingled seamlessly. This genre is specifically important in bringing forth the tensions and injustice of the Southern past, as it is done so in a manner that alarms the reader and brings their attention more heavily to the discussion of American racism and the haunting effects of prejudice. The openness of Southerners to such ideas of the undead having effects on the current world allows them to view the genre as a stretch beyond fiction, instead in a more literal and tangent sense. In this way, they gain a critical understanding of the injustice that inhabited the land before them, and it can begin to seep into their own life. This also greatly accomplishes the education division of meanings behind folklore, as a variety of Americans can learn from the mistakes of the past and avoid repetition of them. This brings the Southern Gothic into its most crucial role, as it works to not only uncover, but to combat the inequities of the past. In the beginning of the Southern Gothic novel, Beloved, by Toni Morrison, the main character, Setha, has previously lost her baby in a murderous act done to prevent her from entering slavery, as Setha slit her throat as slaveholders approached their family. Now, years later, her house is haunted by the soul of her baby, and she is contemplating how to handle the situation with her mother-in-law, Baby Suggs. We could move, she suggested once to her mother-in-law, what be the point? asked Baby Suggs. Not a house in the country ain't packed to its rafters with some dead Negro's grief. We lucky this ghost is a baby. My husband's spirit was to come back in here for yours? Don't talk to me. You lucky. You got three left. Morrison three. In this excerpt, Setha and Baby Suggs are fully in belief that their home has been infiltrated by Setha's dead baby girl. The diction used by both women confirms that the tales of the undead are not uncommon in their area, as Baby Suggs claims there's not a house nearby that isn't full of some dead Negro's grief. This statement also adds a tone to the text that is dreadful, as escaping the undead is seemingly impossible for the women. Baby Suggs also refers to the baby as a ghost rather than a spirit giving the baby a connotation that is physical and very present in their household. In this way, the undead baby is brought forth in a very unheimlich manner, as the ghost is being viewed as an inescapable member of the home. The excerpt also makes a powerful statement about the lives of African Americans at the time of the novel, 1873, by claiming that Setha is lucky to have three of her children left. The tone here turns resentful, as Baby Sugg says, don't talk to me, to Setha in response to her being concerned about the return of her dead baby, clearly upset by Setha's lack of regard for her parallel situation. Baby Suggs also makes it clear that it is common for African Americans to die and return in a haunting presence, as she refers to the spirits of both her own and Setha's dead husband, with little sympathy for Setha. 
Throughout the excerpt, the perspective of both women regarding the undead is noticeably definitive and approached in a manner that questions how to handle the presence of the undead, not the existence of it. Novels such as Beloved have played a critical role in the development of the Southern Gothic, as well as carrying out its goals of uncovering and investigation, as it has used the characters' perspectives to illustrate the hauntings of the Southern past in a modern context. In this way, the Southern Gothic utilizes this Southern perspective of openness to the undead to illustrate the issues plaguing the past and modern era of the South, and more widely, the United States. The genre wields the idea that the appearance of ghosts represents, above all, the claim upon us, an insistence that we acknowledge the role we play in present injustices. Cameron 383. Whether or not the ghosts so often represented in the works of the genre are literally undead characters is left to the interpretation of the reader. But the messages that the ghosts are promoting are very real reflections of the Southern culture and social climate. In this way, the authors of the Southern Gothic genre have carefully selected a method of message transition. Ghost stories to effectively hold readers' attention in a way that allows for them to begin to realize and grasp the real horrors being portrayed. Beyond the messages being presented in the stories and works of the genre, the authors of the Southern Gothic have utilized the traditional Gothic elements to add depth to the reader's understanding and interpretation of these messages. The unheimlich and the feeling of discomfort it inflicts upon readers transfer similar emotions to the situations of social prejudice, racism, and sexism that are being depicted within the text, whether directly or indirectly. This is a powerful use of the traditional Gothic elements, as it can allow readers who have not previously understood or engaged with social issues to now be able to experience them in an interactive way. The negative emotional or even physiological responses that readers have to unheimlich or simply horrifying text can begin to be associated with the real social horrors being represented through the genre, as the concepts of the undead and societal tragedies are placed so closely within Southern Gothic texts. Through this, the subgenre begins to grow beyond the original genre of the Gothic and into its own platform which acts heavily as an outlet for discussion on potentially any social or political issues that are presented. Without Southerners possessing a perspective that is receptive to concepts of the undead interacting in their physical dimension, the stories known to comprise the Southern Gothic genre would be less prominently applied to reality. As authors like Toni Morrison have used the undead to present tragedies and injustice, readers can grasp a multitude of societal understanding through engaging with this aspect of the Southern Gothic. The responsive attitudes of readers to the unheimlich and traditional Gothic elements has allowed the genre to grow in its popularity and, as a result, its effectiveness in bringing awareness to social issues and hegemony. Thank you so much for listening.